Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. Some poems are so important to me that I never discuss them. I hold them close like cherished songs or spells, only turning to them when the occasion absolutely calls for their voicing. And even then, I try not to say them out loud, but whisper, with hopes the wind swallows up their sounds. When reciting such poems, the histories of their words come alive. I don't want their vibrations to accidentally land in someone's ears and find that suddenly a bouquet of zinnias magically blooms from their heads. These are poems that are meant to enter the body at the right time, to exist there, to do their healing and be on their way. They are not for close reading or exegesis. They protect the threshold between the living and the dead. They remind one of old roads. They return the frog to his kingdom. I wish not to drain these poems of their powers through too much talk nor debase them with inferior lectures about meters and such. The last time I committed the era of guiding a class to the secret treasures of one such poem, I praised the general sweep of language, how it rumbled and sought steadiness through the extended conceit of a broom, and how emotion builds such that the speaker, no, the poet, could do no more but treat her loves to a cavalry of singing. I broke into a sweat and was nearing tears thinking of the poet before she soared. The class wanted to know if she was being ironic, if the broom was a symbol of impertinence and rebellion. I accused them of not ever being in love, nor having their hearts handed to them in an old leather valise with the lost key. As they fouled out, they left their copies of the poem all over the seminar table. I silently retrieved them into a pile. My fingers burned. Later that night, boarding a flight, I placed them behind airplane seats, where they belonged. Today's poem doesn't tolerate poetry that only scratches the surface, that merely entertains. Sometimes we need the most urgent of words, powerful as though they were spoken straight from the mouths of the gods. Reading Poetry and Illness by Anya Krugavoy Silver Certain names are sacred to me. I no longer waste time on books that don't wrestle with angels, leaving my fingers bruised, 
as I turned the pages of slim volumes. The great ones. Only regular humans. With the same problems as thousands before or since. But God took them and held them before a dry wind. And their helpless bodies swallowed all the swirling sand, rocks, and blood. And from this, poems forced their way. I won't mention their names, lest their spirits recoil at praise. But the lashes on my skin that their words have left, see how they flash golden, like the spot where the enchanted bear's pelt has been ripped away by a briar. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. I'm Jane H., and I donate to The Slowdown. I've loved The Slowdown's format and mission from the first program I heard, bringing indispensable poems to us all. One poem a day, beautifully chosen, spoken, and framed. Please join me in supporting this program's future with your own gift today. Visit slowdownshow.org forward slash donate.